This is CliffCentral.com. The Buzz on CliffCentral.com. Hey, 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 and a very warm welcome to The Buzz, CliffCentral.com. I'm Jen Su. Hello, and I'm Jason Von Berg. And hello, Jen. Welcome back. Welcome back. Compliments of the season. We still can say that, hey. It's the 15th. Absolutely. And also, the buzz is at a new time. We're Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. Cool, hey? We're officially getting the weekend started Absolutely. alongside O'Neill and Casper. I think we're I think in a it's winning... awesome. Oh. It's great, actually. Every day now I get to see Casper. <laughs> Lots of fun. It's a threesome on a Sunday. On oh, a dear. Friday. Hey, well, I know, but Casper takes most of the bed. <laughs> no, but he loves me. Okay, he gets to get me back. <laughs> oh, Jen soon, man. I've missed you. I know, I've missed you too. And where's Nikita Camacho? Nikita is um, just, she has an engagement, put it that way. She is. Uh, she's busy. She's, she's going to see how the little one is, put it that way. Well, so, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, so she will be back on air next week. Um, we might Skype her and see how everything's going. Let's see how that goes. Um, but Jen, Toegate, trending oh all over social media. I know. First there was Sparrowgate, then there was Toegate. <laughs> no, what happened was at the Lormoran Queen's Plate last Saturday, um, the plate was absolutely gorgeous in Cape Town, Kenilworth. You know, the white and blue theme was just stunning. Yeah. And I was having a wonderful time. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I was sort of resting for a bit. And this guy just stepped backwards onto my toe and really hard Ooh. by accident. He was helping somebody look for something, so he had to step. Anyway, so the toenail came off, and was, ah. the ER came running, and, I mean, they brought a defibrillator. Wow, Jen. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, my goodness. And I was worried. I thought blood was going to get on my beautiful Gavin Roger dress, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. But anyway, we uh, we did okay. And then guess what? This guy was amazing. His name is Paul. He said... Listen, Jen, I want to make it up to you. I want to treat you for dinner with your girlfriends, and I want to give you a Gucci bag. I'm thinking, this what? guy, yeah, I'm right. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, he says, I'm going to give you a Gucci bag as well. A- I'm really going to give you a Gucci bag. So, of course, our, my friends and I are looking at each other like, yeah, right, this guy's going to give you a Gucci bag. I mean, this guy that stepped at your toe, right. So well, guess what he did? Is it a proper one? It's, it's a not proper, a fake. It's, no, it's not fake at all. Okay. It is with... It's beautiful. It's amazing. uh, And I really, really appreciate it. And also that he treated me to dinner with a lot of friends. Um, Leanne Liebenberg, Nikki Fonderfaltz, um, the Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts. They were all there. So, I mean, we had a great, great time. Uh, Alan Ford, you know, the whole bunch, a whole, whole bunch of us had dinner. And you know what? It turns out this guy actually knows everyone I know. So it's really like Hmm. one of those small world things. So um, I have to he say, it was stands great. In your toes. And we had and we had some people talk about the Queen's Plate as well. I think we've got a little clip from there. So Matthew, we're at the 155th Lormoran Queen's Plate. What do you think about it so far? Well, I think it's one of the best um, horse racing events for 2016. It starts off the entire social calendar for South Africa. Of course, it is one of the most uh, prestigious equestrian events. And of course, it's so nice to see everybody in their blue and white and their lovely hats. And it's fun socializing in some bubbles. Excellent. And Ross, what do you think about the fashion? 
I think the fashion is quite amazing. There's a lot of obviously blue and white, which are the official colors of the Queen's Parade. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of uh, interesting trends. There's a lot of, you know, hats. You would know, of course, winning best <laughs> hat. Um, a lot of, you know, certain dressed down looks, but also certain very classy, elegant, kind of old Hollywood looks coming through. Um, and I'm enjoying the variety. I think a lot of people are either wearing blazers, no blazers, suspenders, bow ties, that sort of thing. Or just, you know, completely dressed down, all white look, which is perfect, very beautiful. Excellent stuff right here at the Lormoran Queen's Plate in Cape Town. The Buzz on CliffCentral.com. That was just so much fun. And I'm looking forward to the J&B Met that's coming up on the 30th of January. That's always a big one here. But you know what? If, if you compare the two, do you like the Met versus the Lormoran's Queen's Plate more? I love I, both of them. Equally and as Both much. of them equally. But they both have their own characteristics. I think that's the difference. The Queen's Plate's very refined, elegant, the blue and white theme. It's a yeah. tr- more traditional Small. Queen Victoria type of, you know, events. It's smaller. It's about 5,000 people. Then you get to the Met. It's 50. 50,000 people. It's huge. It's over the top. It's a rare blend of horse racing, fashion, and, you know, music. I mean, it's a, it's a whole different scale. It's really hard to compare the two, but it's great because, you know, you really enjoy the different kinds of vibes yeah. in both of those horse I guess, racing events. I suppose the Sensory Summer Cup is exactly the same thing, just up mm. here in Joburg. Um, you know, that's the half-felt tradition of all of these major races. And then, of course, you've got the Vodacom Durban July. That's in July, obviously, in Durban. And that's always a big one as well. It kind of gives you the break as well that you need between each race. Indeed. You know? Because <laughs> when you put all these outfits together, you need six months sometimes to, you know, make them as fun and as colorful and as exciting as possible so yeah absolutely now we had oscar nominations this week were you happy with it oh, i was quite surprised that mad max fury road was nominated for so many oscars i must admit i, I was I disappointed that, at that star wars what happened to star wars they were there well no only for best score that was not for one of them not for one of the eight movies i think it was I don't think so. No, it was Fury no. Road, yeah. You're no, right. no, no. Star Wars The Force Awakens was not in the eight that were actually the not Oscar-nominated films. Um, I thought The Martian, I wasn't uh, surprised about that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, of course, The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, eh? that's 12 Oscar nominations. That's a huge one. I think, think it's going to be year? his year. I think so. <laughs> he al- he so, almost eh? kind of, he almost kind of whoopsied it with the uh, Golden Globes and dissing Lady Gaga. I thought, oh my God, yeah, people awkward, hate you eh? already. Just don't like rub it in even more. <laughs> like let the Academy love you for a second and then you're going to get that Oscar for best actor. I hope so for Leonardo's sake. And then, for the best actress oh one of the, the surprises for me was Sylvester Stallone for Creed. yes that's quite nice and yes. people went quite they were quite excited about that when they heard his name come up in the nominations list that's so. right it's actually his second Oscar nomination in the form of Rocky Balboa mm. which I think is pretty cool so maybe this is his year as well mm. I wonder how his acceptance speech will go oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Do, do, do. Of course, I'm thinking of Philadelphia because that's where I'm from originally. Of course. Yeah. And do you think Jennifer uh, Jennifer Lawrence is going to walk away with her second Academy Award at the ripe old perhaps. age of what, 23? Yeah, I mean, I believe she's been already nominated four times. And for someone under the age of 25, that really is actually unbelievable. But then Brie Larson is in that list as well, as is Kate Blanchett. Um, the other two, I don't know them, I must admit. So I think see. against Brie Larson and Kate Blanchett, definitely Jennifer Lawrence has okay. it. So that's Joy. Um, um, and yeah, I, I think the list in general is pretty yeah. impressive. I mean, they could have had more actors and actresses of color. 
Of course. You know, that, yeah. that was really, uh, I think, a, a big shock, actually. Everybody said, even last year they had um, Selma, which was based on the story of Martin Luther King. This year, I mean, really, it was quite an absence. And I was actually surprised, you know, one of the... One of the directors who's always was a Ridley Scott who was, you know, not nominated this year, uh, which was actually a big shock. I, I think that that was, you know, well, we'll see what happens. It's the 28th of February in Hollywood, the Oscars again coming up. It's the 88th annual Academy Awards this year. I love this. I love award season. It's my best part of the year. I, I, I can't wait. One day I'm going to be on that red carpet for all the awards. And we need some upliftment. We've had a lot of deaths this week. Oi. Goodness, we had David Bowie, Whew. Rene Angelo, who's uh, Celine Dion's husband, uh, and also Alan Barry, Ma- yes, Alan Rickman, and Barry Manilow apparently was rushed to the hospital again for really serious heart problems. So I don't know. This this week has not been a good one. It hasn't been a good one. And also, you know, these guys, three of them, those three, David Bowie, um, Alan Rickman, and of course uh, Rene. Uh, I can't remember his surname, sorry. Angela. Angela. Mm. Um, they all passed away from cancer related in illnesses, you know, so. And right around the same age. Yeah. David so, Bowie, 69. Renee, 73. Barry Manilow, 72. Uh, yeah. God, I mean, it's scary. Go get your balls checked. Go get and everything. And your tits. And your tits. <laughs> and your, and your everything. Just go Jeez. get checked. Checked it. You don't have to be afraid or ashamed either. You need to know your states, or not your states, but you need to know where you are and your health. So, um, yeah, we send our condolences to the families, obviously, of the the deceased. Um, it's very, very sad. It really is. I mean, three big stars in the in the week. It's crazy. Absolutely. Now we've got Greg Carvalis from Bad Jews. We also have our lovely lady from Bad Jews, who yeah, Lara, is Lara, Lara Lipschitz. Lara Lipschitz. Yay! So they're coming and they're up. We're going to chat about the. All about what's uh, going on with that, and that is Bad happening news, right here yeah. on the buzz. Yes. Plus, we've got Gigi Lemaine in the house. We've also got the roller derby. We are very excited. We've got the roller derby queen. She was cute. She's looking at us. Yes. Suki Smackhouse. <laughs> She's like, ooh. Don't blush, Suki. The roller derby queen, <laughs> and we have a chat with Ainsley Harriet, Clayton Marar. Clayton Marar. Let's get it going. Absolutely, right here on The Buzz. A little bit of good luck right here on The Buzz on cliffcentral.com. And that one's called Back in the Day, right here on The Buzz. So uh, it's a busy, busy show as, you know, this is what we do on The Buzz. We bring you all the biggest stars. Absolutely. And we've got Gigi Lemayne. She is hot, looking hot. Sounding hot. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to the buzz on Cliff Central. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Sir, how's your year started off? Uh, amazing. Uh, I just graduated at Vids University. Ah, well, I'm graduating in March, so I managed to get that out of the way. <laughs> so now I can uh, focus on on music full time. Um, I have had my debut. Um, Ad and um, I'm hoping to release my debut album later on this year titled Genesis. Should we just talk about this hashtag that is yeah. floating around? It's called hashtag the year of Gigi Lemayne. Yeah, <laughs> I like that hashtag. Yeah, no, that was created yeah. by the the supporters. Um, just just people who were waiting on a project. I think a lot of people 
um, had heard a lot of singles on radio and I just wasn't comfortable enough to be able to put out a project. But now with the time and with a bit more experience, you know, in the industry, I can do that. Did you feel like you had to do that because you had a degree to finish? Was uh, that kind of like playing in the back of your mind? Yeah, no, definitely. I think if I, I if I had decided to like drop out or something like that, I just wouldn't have been okay with myself. Okay. So I mean, um, I know I know a lot of people wanted me to do postgrad, but for me it was more like, let me do it when I'm more focused because my heart is in a different place now. So I mean, there was a pressure for me to get my degree done, and focus on the music, then I can always go back to do postgrad. And you're part of the Dream Team SA. Yes, Dream Team SA. That Dream Team. Who's in the Dream Team? Uh, Dream Team SA features your Kuli Chanas, your Terry Petos, your Timbisietes. Major League, uh, DJ Zandi, Miss Cosmo, just a collective of, of different artists who do different things and are doing really well. And, and amazing uh, things. And yes, Stones and Bones was recently signed as well. So, Oh, wow. And I know they're doing really well. Yeah, they were on our show last week, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. They were, yeah. so big ups to them. And you've got one with Kuli Chana, yes. Ice Cream. Ice Cream. How's ice Cream. Going? Uh, ice Cream with Kuli Chana was definitely uh, the debut single. It's really what put me on, but... I'm excited about the new stuff now, you know. Uh, shout out to him. He's my mentor. So he ha- gives a lot of direction um, in terms of my music and where it goes. So where is your music going this year? Um, how, how do we kind of launch it, you know, if officially? Yes. Um, we have a mixtape dropping first. And we we actually have a song uh, titled Hashtag Fees Will Fall oh. uh, dropping on Monday. And oh, I know a lot of we, Can we have a little preview? <laughs> I'll send it through to you guys. I'll send it through to you guys, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be, I'm really excited about that. And we have a mixtape first. So what happens with hip hop guys is, there's a mixtape and then there's an album. Yeah. So you drop the mixtape first. Can't do a little rap for us right now. Uh, <laughs> there's a mixtape first and then, um, the album follows up. So that's, that's there. Just a whole lot of music, a whole lot of collaborations. Your Ricky Ricks, um, your Duncans. Uh, we just had the baddest with AKA. So, okay. Yeah. Nice. That's a great song as well. Really? Mm. Thank you. And it was nominated at a, a specific that, uh, award. You can say it's the Metro. Yeah, the you Metros. Okay, it was, the Metros, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was last night. Did yeah, you, it was last night. It yeah, was nominated did you have fun? For, yeah, no, no. Lots of fun. Um, but it's nice to see a, a song with predominantly female artists being nominated, you know. So shout out to AKA for putting us on. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Sure. So this is an exciting year for yeah, you. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Have you practiced your acceptance speech yet? Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. But I congratulate uh, you. Yeah. I congratulate And you've won a number that. of uh, Best Female Essay Hip Hop Awards as well. So, yes, you know, yes, winning yes. awards is no stranger to your you know, Well, these are the metros <laughs> as well, you know. Um, and this is my first time being nominated at the metros. So, And then Summers are coming up. Some is hopefully we get nominated for that as well. So yeah. amazing. So she's the year of Gigi Lemaine. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I just think it's, it's going to be an impressive one. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Are, are you just interested in music specifically? Is that your focus or are you going to do other stuff as yeah, well? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I studied uh, media um, adverts as well. And I've always just wanted to do a whole, well, launch sort of like a media company. That uh, deals with a lot of background stuff, so your okay. PRs and other things. Okay. So is that in your yeah, blood? We'll is that in your, you know, like no, definitely. I love no, 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 no. Like everybody is like either a nurse or oh. accountants or 
doctor or like weird things. So, so you broke the mold. Yeah, I'm the weird one around the <laughs> dinner table. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. And your brothers and sisters? Um, yes, one older brother. He's he's a soldier actually. Oh. He's in the army. Yeah. Uh, sure. Weird. I know. So you might have to do a track for him as well. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Left, right, left, right. But that's where you get. Where do you get your inspiration from? I can see uh, it just comes in your head quick. Um, definitely from 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 my upbringing, man. Like uh, I moved around a lot. I lived in Soweto. I lived in Indonesia. I lived in Yeovil for a while. So I mean, um, I've just had my dad speaks Afrikaans, my mom speaks Zulu. So already it's Whoa. sort of like yeah, a really diverse uh, background. I went to a convent school, so you can imagine. <laughs> so I just draw it from from everyday things, man. Everyday things. And um, what better way for you to communicate anything than through one of the biggest, well, fastest growing genres in the country, and that's hip-hop currently. Yeah, because it was a big year for hip-hop last year. Definitely, and it's going to be bigger this year. Definitely. Because of the year of Gigi LeMay. That and other things. What what else is happening? What do you predict for hip-hop in South Africa in 2016? Um, I was just happy to see so many people nominated um, last night who do hip-hop. You know, uh, for the longest time we've tried... Tried to break away from the idea of hip hop being something associated with being American, and you know, mm. so trying to trying to trying to really put it into context, and that's what's finally happened. We finally found our sound, and people are jamming to it. So, and not just um, in South Africa, not just that's in South Africa. all over the world. And, yeah, no, and Africa, in Africa is embracing in Nigeria, it. Nigeria, everybody, you know, and it's so nice to see people like AKA become. Almost become household names, you know. Black Coffee got a huge endorsement mm. recently, um, but for hip hop, we're more like, "Yo, look what Ricky's doing! Look what Casper's done with MTN!" So, yeah, it's gonna be a good year for hip hop. So you're not picking sides, eh? I know. I was I'm just trying to pick that up. That's there. so funny. Oh, I was exactly oh, really? thinking the same thing. Really? No, no, <laughs> no. no AK and Casper, your best. <laughs> I one of my best friends is like, yeah, no, it's it's weird. Like, no, no, I'm just not gonna pick sides. No. I love them both. They know I love them both, and who's one of I'm your fine. who's one of your best friends? You were gonna finish that sentence. Um, no, it's kind of weird because Kuli as my mentor is uh, really close with uh, AKA. Keenan, yeah. Yeah, and my my best friend is really close with Casper. So. Who's your best friend, Boiti? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we we uh, we yeah, we make it work. Okay. Yeah, I was with her yesterday. Okay. Yeah, we make it work. Okay. But it, it does get awkward. Does it? But I'm not part of that. But so. you're not gonna. So I mean, w- when it comes to, and I'm, I'm, I'm not picking sides here, yeah, but I'm no. saying like if you wanted to work with both of them, yeah. would you put both of them on your album? Yeah, no, definitely. Would they definitely. agree? Do you think? No, probably not. You know, it's, it's kind of like eh? it's kind of like when when the Vatus remix so. dropped, I I was afraid because I thought the other side would feel like I you know, but I I yeah man, I just wanted to all stop. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it put hip hop on the, the on the on the map, eh? Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely, it yeah. helped us. It helped us. But I'm, I'm okay. It's done now. So you steering clear of all of the drama. Yeah, as well. all you, the drama. I love them both. I love everybody. Like, but okay, for no, you as well, <laughs> will they ever make up? <laughs> I I think I think eventually. I I just I just feel like they're external things there but hey it's yeah, none of my business there, yeah, yeah that's them. it's none and of my business and what about you know interacting with so many guys all the time I mean first of all um, do they hit on you you know do you yeah. do you have that kind of how, how do you kind of keep it professional as well in that kind of I, arena I think being a female in such a male dominated industry is enough that control already you know because there are not many of you you ultimately it's more like you need to you need to look out for each other 
You know, you need to look out for each other. You need to, yeah, we need to work twice as hard. So you're not just going to jump into anything, you know. And I think most of us are single. So that I, I don't think that's And you're still single. Yeah, no, still single. Well, I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's important, too, I mean, to go on tour, to, you know, to do everything that you do and have all that energy. You know, it's. It just it's gets hard. more complicated exactly. when you have more attachments. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. You know, so I'm happy. Family number one fans, friends. Shout out to Vitz. Support me all the time. You Woo. know, I'm grateful. So you're gonna be at the orientation week. Yes, Are you performing. I will then? be performing at orientation week. Oh, cool. When is that happening? Yeah. Um, I think it's happening at the beginning of Feb. I'm not okay. really sure. Okay. I'm not really sure, but yeah, I will be performing. Oh, cool. yeah. That's so cool You know what To come back as an alumni now And yeah. uh, you know They all And perform for your Brothers and sisters Yeah, you know? yeah. And they really love cool. it Yeah I know With them they've always Supported me Like I've, I was always there Yeah I know Guys please vote and Then you know the, the chain message Goes around And everybody's there So And you've got The fees must fall song You know everything Everything And this is the place. first time I've spoken about it Ah, <laughs> yeah. so, so Right here on the bus Yeah exactly right? So tell us a little bit More about that then Because you're not going to get Or maybe you'll give us A little snippet I'll tell you more about it okay. um, I don't want to give away Too much But um, I mean I mean Coming from a background Where we While well, my, my mother struggled To pay my fees I was self-funding um, also because it was a bit of a choice because I just felt like there were people who needed it more than I did. Um, I just feel like they, there aren't enough solutions to the problem, you know, and, and the more people keep putting things in the way, the more t- the students are gonna, you know, I was one of the students who was marching. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. one of the students who was tweeting about it. I got into a lot of, Situations with very prominent figures, but I feel like you know it's it's not even it's not political. It's something at the grassroots level. It's got nothing to do with parties, uh, political parties, or anything of the sort. It's just about class, really. Class difference in the fact that if we're trying so hard to develop this country, why is it so difficult to get a degree? Yeah, you know, there's so many dropouts unexplained. You know, it's not even due to the fact that you couldn't do it. It's because you couldn't afford to do yeah. it, you know. So that that's the angle of the song. Okay. So it's going to be quite heavy. People aren't used to me being like that, but I think it's necessary. Yeah. You know what? You yeah. can't shy away from the issues that are, you know, in front of us yeah. in each and every single day. Yeah. So we need to talk about these things. And if you do it through your medium and your choice of, uh, you, this is your your story. You yeah, know? yeah. And you're no, telling definitely. it through music. So definitely. I think it will be, yeah, yeah, it's come at the right time as well. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Yeah. So I'm just really excited about that, and I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. And are you shooting a video for it as well before you wrap up? Uh, probably, probably. Okay. And just for people not to forget, Ground Zero is dropping my mixtape, and Genesis is the follow-up. Lots of collaborations coming through. The Moja music video is almost on its way out. I'm just really excited about 2016, and yeah, it's the year of Gigi LeMay. And how do we reach you on social media? Social media at Gigi underscore LeMay on Twitter, at Gigi underscore LeMay on Instagram, Gigi LeMay Facebook, everywhere. It's just Gigi, Gigi, Gigi LeMay. Thank you for keeping it simple. Thank you so much. Because people who complicate their social media names. the year of Gigi LeMay. Yes, we know that. Thank you so much for joining us on the buzz, and good luck. We'll see you very soon. Fees 
will fall. This is CliffCentral.com. Peter Turin presents the glorious musical comedy Singing in the Rain. Direct from a sellout London West End season, this five star production will leave you with a song in your heart and a smile on your face. With spectacular dancing and raining live on stage, Singing in the Rain showers you with everything you could wish for in a hit musical. Now on at Monte Cassino, only until March 13. Singing in the Rain, book now. Back on the buzz on cliffcentral.com. Uh, that seems like quite a fun show as well. I've heard a lot of people have been to see it in Cape Town. Yes, and they're also opening up this weekend in Joburg. Sure. The year is officially underway. Absolutely. Just like that, eh? Speaking of musicals and productions and stuff, we've got Bad Jews. We've got <laughs> Craig Carvelas, who's the director of Bad Jews. Also, Lara Lipschitz, who is the one of the leads in Bad Jews, which is playing at the Auto and General Theatre on the Square. Welcome to the buzz. Thank you. Hi, thank you. So why are you bad? Um, I guess because according to the play, if you're a bad Jew, it's like you're not keeping Shabbat or you, you're just kind of spitefully not doing the things that you should be doing according to Judaism. Okay. Oh but my it's, God, it's very I'm a bad Jew. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jane's Jewish as did well. Did you know so. I'm Jewish? No, I yeah. did not. Yeah, so do I you am, like, and I'm a bad Jew. There you May go. God strike me down. Oh my goodness. No, no, no. I don't keep Shabbat. <laughs> I don't keep kosher. But it's been very difficult. I've moved six countries in my life, so it's been hard to do that, you know? For sure. But I think, um, it, you know, it's not easy. It must be challenging to explore the topic of post-Holocaust Jewish generations. You know, it's a very serious and somber topic, but you want to put it, and you've put it in a humorous light. So how did you actually go about making the humor without being offensive? Well, the, uh, the play is written by Joshua Harmon, who's uh, an American playwright, a young American playwright who's really kind of exploded onto the scene. I mean, so much so that Bad Jews as a production is uh, 23 productions worldwide sure. as we speak. And we're oh, one of okay. them. We're one of the 23 productions. So, like, it's one of the biggest on London's West End. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually just gone back. It was in the West End. It's now just gone back, the, the British uh, productions. So, um, yeah, I think for him as a, as a young Jewish uh, man and, and writer, he wanted to explore that kind of what does it mean to be Jewish in, in, you know, in, the, in this time? And, and what does it mean in relation to friends and family? And, you know, and how he did that was to, to sort of put these four characters in the studio apartment on the evening of a funeral. Three of the cousins really don't get on. Well, two of them really don't get on. <laughs> and then just this hilarious argument ensues. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not so – we don't really go into post-Holocaust stuff. I mean, ultimately, our grandfather who has passed away, he survived the Holocaust. And that's important, but it's not the main theme of the play. The main right. th- There are many themes that, that are universal, not just for Jewish people, like family, faith, heritage, origin um, – Morning, but it's all done. You know, like if you put any family in a, a small room together that they have to share under tense conditions, there's going to be fighting. Yeah, you know, of course. You push each other's buttons, and that's what happens in the show. So, is it localized to the different territories, or is it still no kept? It's an American script. It's okay. set in Manhattan, okay. um, and we we wanted to stick to that. So, how's yeah. your New Yorker accent? It's pretty good. All right, well, let me hear um, some. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, she's got quite an American um, accent. That's really good. I just can't think of anything to say right now. Oh, that's uh, really good. But I played Daphna Fagenbaum. Oh wow, Fagenbaum. Yeah. All right. And uh, <laughs> I love that name. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a very self-righteous 
Jewess, and can I stop talking like this now? Do you believe me? <laughs> no, I think we should carry on with the rest of the interviews. Everyone's like, like Americans. I feel more yeah. at home now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I love to put an American accent I on. I just give it a little twang. It's, it's not really like good, completely though. New York. It's a little bit of a... So no coffee or... I mean, no. a, a little. A we little had that in, in a, when people came in for auditions. They were like, oh, Sausage, hey, I'm walking coffee. here. I, like, I oh, think I did that down. too. <laughs> Sounding very Joycey <laughs> boys. Yeah. But the New York Jewish accent's not an easy one to get yeah. down. It's a hard one. Yeah. yeah but so it's fun. And your accent? No, I can't act. No, I'm good. I can Actually, tell can. You just I can tell people where to stand and how fast or slow to say. Is that it? No, I tried acting when I started out and I just I'm I'm a choker. <laughs> I walk on stage, I open my mouth and nothing comes out. Oh, yeah. So I stopped. That's a little bit awkward. Yeah, it really is. Shame, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a good show. And and uh, nothing, yeah. And I, and I would be the star of it. Oh, there you go. You see, and just see how many, how long it would take for people to start taking their cameras out or start getting a little bit awkward and going, mm, "What's going on here? Why is he so quiet? What's happening?" You know? I'd become be a pretty mind. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh, cool. This man. show's going to be better, though. I can yeah. guarantee that. So, how long is it running for? Uh, it runs until the fourteenth of February. Yeah, um, Valentine's Day. Nice. Yeah, it's every day um, except Mondays. And what about Fridays? You're not allowed to. You see, we are allowed to because we're bad Jews. Yeah. And, non, oh, okay. and listen, non Jews don't have to be Jewish. And what about on Saturday? Saturday we got two shows. That's the thing. It's two not, shows I on mean, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, right on the Sabbath. Yeah. It's Four. open to everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to come and watch. And it really is. I mean, it, it, just to stress that. I mean, it is an absolute comedy, and it is hilarious. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, we did 11 weeks in Cape Town, sure. and I watched it again last night, and it is really funny. I mean, this and the the words are brilliant. The writing is. I mean, this is, I, I hope, and I feel that this is sort of kind of the future of, of, of where, you know, the, the modern script's going to go. Mm. Because the language is so natural. So and punchy so, and alive. You, know, it's, it, you don't feel like you're watching a play. It's, it's not, it, you feel like you're watching a movie or something more contemporary. Yeah. But the reason why I ask about the localization of the script or whatever is because I think there's, there's such a big Jewish community in South Africa. So maybe if, if the response is really good, you could come up with something yourselves. Yeah, totally. You, to. you could write our own story for sure. But yeah. not this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the response has been amazing, huh, in Cape Town? Yeah, we've sold out 11 weeks. I yeah. mean, it's amazing. Wow. And, you know, for a, for a, you know, without boasting too much, but for a studio Good. show, which is what we are, you know, the big musicals are one thing, you know, that's got big production value, but we're a little studio show, 150 people a night, now 200 in Joburg. And, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of a rare thing. So we're really proud and we had a really great response from, from audiences. And how do we follow you guys on Twitter and Facebook? Uh, you can follow me. I'm at, at Greg Carvelis on Twitter. And I'm at Lara Bow, spelt like a bow in your hair, B-O-W. And our hashtag is Bad Jews RSA. No Lara Fagenbaum. No Lara. No. <laughs> I love that Lipschitz name. Lipschitz is Jewish Lara enough. Fagenbaum. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think, I and that's Bad Jews. Auto and General Theater on the Square. <laughs> exactly. I think it's going to be lots of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Can yeah. I come and see it? Please really do. Course. And you can book and compute ticket or for those out there, we can organize you tickets perhaps. Hook it up. <laughs> yeah, hook it up. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Cool. Great. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I could have beer for breakfast, my sanity for lunch, trying to get over how bad I want you so much, innocence for dinner. Pour something in my cup Anything and everything Just to fill me up But nothing ever Gets me high like this 
little bit of Rita Aura right here on the buzz on cliffcentral.com. Um, I think Carly's on the line. She wants to tell us about being a bad Jew. Oh, cool. Carly, we can be. I have a, a fellow Hello? bad Jew with me. <laughs> Hello, Hi. Carly. Hi, Carly. Hi, you guys. Good, and you? Good thing. Good. So you wanted to tell us a little bit more about why you are a bad Jew. Well, I wanted to ask the guys something. Have they left? They've left, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I wanted to say, well, being such a bad Jew as I am, I wanted to find out what they could teach me to make me more of a bad Jew. I suppose you, you, you <laughs> Well that's where you're going to go to, to watch the production And you will probably see And you'll probably feel better Because yes, You'll identify with others I would have gone tonight Being the Sabbath and all But you're not um, allowed but I'm to going, I'm going to a pork roast bra tonight so, <laughs> and, and then I'm going to go tomorrow night <laughs> Okay well, you, yeah. I love it uh, Okay well on at a, least your priorities a non-Jewish human Because that's what bad Jews do Okay then Sure Yeah Well phone us back next week Friday And let us know how that went I most certainly will Thanks for an awesome show guys Thanks for listening Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us to the buzz Alright well We've got the roller derby stars We've got Suki Smackhouse Fifi Namanan And Nick the Coach Welcome to the buzz Yeah thanks for having us Where are your rollerblades? Roller skates 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 no, there you go. Hang on. We need to get there. You go. Um, they are going down there because last time we came with all the wires, it was a little bit of a hazard. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So we don't really. Yeah, no, we don't need you breaking your neck just before the big show. No, yeah. not before the bars. <laughs> and when is the big show? It's going to be tomorrow night. It's at the Portuguese Hall in Turfentine. The doors open at six. The game will start at seven, and it's seventy rand. Wow. Tell us a bit more about this because it's a big deal. Do you know I what mean, I mean? It is. Like, it is quite it's a big deal. It's the first international one that first you have. on African soil on African in soil. history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's quite exciting for our league, for our travel team. Um, I skate for the C-Max Roller Derby League, the Johannesburg All-Stars, the Joburg All-Stars. Um, I've been skating since 2010, I think. Yeah. So it's it's quite exciting. And I get to skate with Fifi Nomina, which is also quite exciting. And um, how many are in your group? Not just the three of you. You've no, got no, a no. lot. Yeah, mm. we've, we've got a whole squad. I think there's... Nick, how many do we have in the squad now? Um, in the squad, we've got, I think, 20, 20 skaters in our all-star team. And uh, in the league, I think there's 60 to 70 members um, all throughout. And the All-Stars are sort of the top tier, the representative team of the league, which hopefully will travel internationally. That's what we're looking at. But now that you brought it to South Africa, so you are here from Texas. It's your first time to South Africa? It is, yeah. Are you enjoying it? Because I know that they've been taking you around and showing you a little bit of Joburg. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's cool. We, I mean, we've only been here about a day and a half. Oh, but, so you uh, jet-lagged and all of that. Are you right? No, it's okay. I kind of just like stayed up the whole flight and then slept. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Like a trooper. <laughs> so where have you been? Do you remember all the places? Not really. <laughs> Probably not. We went to Soweto. Soweto, yeah. yeah. Soweto mm-hmm. today. Mm, yeah. Where were we yesterday? I think they we went to Greenside. Yeah, they were just we just ran up and around town. We're yeah. trying to show them all the hipster vibes around town. You know, <laughs> tire them out before the big showdown. Yeah, yeah. we took them to dinner. <laughs> That's the plan. And where, where do you guys practice? Where's the arena that you practice in? Okay, so we practice um, in Turfentine currently at the mm-hmm. Portuguese Hall where we're at. Um, we have uh, a regular practice venue there uh, most nights of the week, Monday through to to Sunday, and we have uh, a big intake which is our, our rec league. Where new people can join So uh, we're, we're encouraging as many people as possible To come and join the sport It's a really, really cool sport That's what I was wondering Because how do you get into this? Like how do you, you establish that you have this talent? 
Well, you don't really start with the talent. You start by crawling around on and the floor falling, for two weeks yeah. and YouTubing how to skate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think you start by watching Whippet and getting incredibly inspired and then going, oh, I totally want to do this. And then you realize it doesn't exist in your country. And you start doing fundraisers. I mean, we've had everything from auctions to wrestling to... Jello wrestling, yeah. Jelly wrestling, yeah. It's car ah. boot sales and all that jazz. Still? <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but now we have games. People actually pay to watch us skate now. It's awesome. That um, is awesome. Yeah, and then we were, you know, we'd raise funds, raise funds, raise funds, and then we had Katie come out and she coached us for a while, Vivian Lam out. Um, and then we were lucky enough to make it into the World Cup, and then we had a huge skill absorption there as well because the Joburg All-Stars also managed to play while we were there as well. Um, and then it just keeps growing and growing. The more opportunities we have to play, people like the Texas Roller Girls and the Honky Tonk Heartbreakers tomorrow night. I love those names as well. Who comes up with those names? I do. <laughs> we all really love puns. I <laughs> and what are some of the moves in your routine? I want to mm. know. Like, you know, what what are? Yeah, well, it's basically. I mean, if you lay out the sport, it's basically uh, a sport played on an oval flat track. Okay, mm. um, usually two teams, rostered of fourteen people that are playing on the day, five people on a track at once. The basic point is you've got blockers and you've got jammers. The blockers okay. are on the track four at a time, and the jammers are the point scorers. The jammers' job is to score points by passing opposing members, and the blockers' job is to stop them. So there's mul- there's uh, simultaneous offense and defense happening all at once. So it's a very serious sport. It's a proper strategic mm. sport. Does it get very like violent? Does it get you know pretty hectic sometimes? It gets physical, but there are rules and regulations, you know, s- sort of making sure that the players are safe. But yeah, it gets pretty pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty much, I think, on the same intensity as rugby. I don't know about American football, but. American yeah, well, football will cover it up. fewer pads. It's, it's probably yeah. closer yeah. to rugby because you don't have any padding. Yeah. major production. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so have you ever been injured, like, quite badly um, from sports or not. just from training? Yeah, I think my worst injury was in the World Cup. I dislocated some of my ribs. Oh. Um, and then just some of your ribs? Just, just a few. <laughs> no, it's not that I'm bad. I'm like it's sitting here going, <laughs> I know, me too. Oh, I'm also I feeling feel my it ribs. in my... Oh. I haven't, like, that's really not bad. I mean, people have broken legs before, but, like, with any sport, you will have the occasional injury. Of course. Um, I don't know. What's your what's your worst injury been? Uh, you know, I've had some, like, kind of boring to explain injuries in my legs where I've, you know, some... I've separated uh, my tibia and my fibia from each oh. other. Oh, God. At the top by the knee. That was bad. But the, my, my favorite oh. injury was I got uh, someone... Rock blocked me and it got me in the chin oh. and it dislocated my jaw what? and I blanked out for a second and I landed and I separated oh, my shoulder on the ground. I'm sorry. Oh, and I finished the jam. <laughs> and you still Bam. love oh the sport. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? It's follow through. You finish the jam. Yeah, is look, that what it is? Because we're just getting the jogger done, yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the person really to speak to here is Fifi. So yeah. if I can explain. Fifi's like, she won't say this to you, but she's a legend of the sport. We, uh, I can tell. That's we've why been, I'm. She's That's why she's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, she's she's we've been we've been following her since we started the sport, and we get to watch her on TV, and she's like yes, the superstar, okay. you know. Absolutely, they are like fangirls. Cookie Smack so. House is gobsmacked. You can see she's like so excited. This is amazing. <laughs> you know, I mean, we were fighting to to get to to the side of the track to watch her play for Team USA. You know, taking on the world, winning the World Cup, all that type of stuff. So she's the pretty much the one to speak to when it comes to. You know, what the sport's all about, really. Okay, Everything so teach us some jargon then. Some jargon. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> in a game, you have jams. So a jam mm-hmm. is uh, up to two minutes, and uh, uh, whichever jammer gets through first becomes lead jammer. So that's the lead jammer, and the lead jammer can call it off whenever she wants, he or she wants. It's 
men play it too. You play yeah. it as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, gosh, jam. Uh, let's say one jammer gets a penalty and the other jammer stays on. Uh, that's called a power jam, and so that'll last for the thirty seconds that it takes for that other jammer to serve their penalty. Okay. So there's some jargon, right? Sure. Yeah, that yeah. is. This they is, this they is good for us to know. They say they penalty in the sin bin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I that's, do you guys also call it a sin bin? Uh, no, no, we, yeah. This we, penalty box? Penalty box. That's so exciting for us. We still call it the same. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's old school derby, though. That's like what they used to call it, like in the 70s, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So is this the sort of sport that could go to the Olympics at some point? I mean, are you working on that? Would you love it to go that far? Or are I, you happy with the, the sort of level that you're at now? It's kind of a politically charged question within okay. our sport because um, the gateway to the Olympics is via uh, certain international bodies. So you have the IOC, and yeah. then you have, um, for roller sports, anything that's, that's played on wheels is uh, the FERS, mm-hmm. um, Federation of International Roller Sports, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to be to get in with them in order to get in with the IOC, and then it's a, a I want to say, like, eight-year process oh, or something uh, to, like, even apply. It's, it's a big thing. So, I mean, we could be, the first Olympics we could be in now would be 2024, Yeah, I think. I don't know I if this level will be playing by them. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, our sport is very grassroots. Mm-hmm. Um, it was started by skaters and it's run by skaters. Uh, we're all part of um, the WFTDA, which is the uh, Women's Flat Track Derby Associ- Association. And uh, uh, because our sport is so young, um, that autonomy is really important to us mm-hmm. because it means that we can develop our sport without yeah. the pressure of outside um, bodies or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Excellent. Okay. How do we follow you on social media? Uh, we've got the C-Max Roller Derby League. We've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. Um, you can also go to... So it's C-Max Derby League. Is that how we uh, follow C-Max Roller Derby dot com. Okay. You can also have a look at our website. So C-Max like the prison. C-Max, <laughs> yeah. C-Max, yeah. It's not a prison, though, just for the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, but, it, <laughs> but basically, you can find us on Facebook for all our events. You can follow us um, on Twitter. Also have a look. If you look at our website, you'll find our new intakes for the Fresh Meat, for our Rec League, for um, the Men's Roller Derby League, because they'll be playing this year in Texas. Um, Nick also plays for Team Today, which is pretty exciting. So if you want to follow us or come to our event tomorrow night, you can also find a lot more information there. And that's the happening Port- at the? The Portuguese Hall in Turpentine. So the doors will open at 6. Uh, the game starts at 7, and it's 70 around at the door. Perfect. It's going to be rocking. Yeah. Sounds very, very cool. Good mm-hmm. luck, guys. And Enjoy the rest of your stay in South Africa, and thank you thank for you. coming through. Absolutely. I think it's, thank uh, you, yeah. To have a legend in our studio. I know, uh, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So it's very cool. We started the from same year. Texas. Did you really? Love yeah. Who's so. from America? <laughs> <laughs> thank I'll you so much for joining day. us in the buzz, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, having for having us. Having thank us. you. This is cliffcentral.com. And there you have it, music from Lighthouse right here on the buzzcliffcentral.com with me, Jen Su, and Jason Von Berg. Well, we catch up with Clayton Morar. He's our entertainment journalist chatting about the Golden Globes. He's been all over the scene. Yo. Sure. He's e been Entertainment, fashion police. Yeah, I'm jealous, man. Why did you bring and me in your luggage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been taking some incredible selfies. So let's hear what's happening with Clayton Morar. 
What's up, Jason and Nikita? It's Clayton Raya, and I'm calling you all the way from Los Angeles in the USA. It's been a very interesting and busy week for me because it was the beginning of the red carpet and award season, which was last week Sunday, the first installment, and that was the Golden Globe Awards. So much has been happening ever since, and I've been quite busy interviewing stars on the red carpets of various TV shows, and there's going to be much more excitement because there's shows like the Screen Actor Guild Awards, the Independent Spirit Awards to look forward to for the rest of January. But my week started off with a bang because I was at E! Entertainment, courtesy of NBC Universal, to interview some of the stars of their favorite shows. And that included the cast of The uh, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, that included the two doctors from Botched. I spoke to the cast of E! Fashion Police, which was Melissa Rivers, um, Juliana Rancic, Brad Goreski. And also, um, I managed to get a set visit with Evasion Police and attended an, a taping of the show as well. So that was very exciting. It was interesting to see the two new additions to the new season. That is Margaret Cho, the comedian, and she's quite funny when it comes to her chirps on set, as well as the fabulous and infamous Real Housewives of Atlanta star, Nene Leakes. She'll be starring for 10 episodes of Fashion Police this season. The Golden Globes was a fun-filled affair. So many stars on the red carpet. I managed to get tons of selfies. I was a guest there also of NBC Universal and I attended the NBC viewing party after which uh, you know, we watched the ceremony and managed to get all the celebrities uh, chatting to them uh, upstairs at the party because they came to meet some of the press, mingle with the fans as well as some of the invited guests as well. Some of the people that I managed to really, really have fun interacting with included the likes of Gerard Butler, Sam Smith, Katy Perry, Nini Leakes, Tony Braxton, Tamar Braxton, um, the list goes on and on, Ian Summerholder, Gabrielle Union, Eva Longoria, um, Heidi Klum, Rob Lowe. Uh, it was just an absolutely phenomenal event. You know, people really love South Africa. Singer Tyrese was very complimentary of South Africa, as well as Queen Latifah and uh, Sam Smith, too, um, and also Kate Hudson. Jamie Foxx has fond memories of South Africa because of him shooting uh, the Odomir's commercial here a few years back. And just being on the red carpet, seeing all these hundreds of journalists flying in from around the world to honor, you know, the world's biggest movie stars on the night was a real treat. It is absolutely mind-blowing just how the machine works in Hollywood and to see all the best-dressed people. My best dress for the night was a toss-up between J-Lo and Jennifer Lawrence. Mm, My J-Lo, worst dress eh? for I the think, night. I think, yeah, J-Lo and J-, J. Lawrence, they looked amazing as well. Um, and I think, you know, Clayton, he gets around that, man. You and him together would yes. be formidable. Well, the funny thing that you're saying, me and him, we're actually meeting up in New York. Ooh, I'm going to be in shame. New York on Sunday, and we're going to meet up on Wednesday, and we're going to take the town by storm. New York was never ready. <laughs> Clay and Jen take New York. Anyway, speaking of taking it on, uh, O'Neill <laughs> is actually going to be taking it on with the OOC. That's coming up right next on Cliff Central. And for us, I think we're out of here. We'll catch you next week, 1 to 2 in the afternoon on Cliff Central, The Buzz. I'm Jen Su. I'm Jason Von Berg. Take it easy. Ciao. Ciao. Like a scene from a movie that every broken heart knows. This is CliffCentral.com.